You are listening to the Quiet and Kinky Podcast with Dave and Andy. There is explicit material in this podcast, so if you are under 18, go away. Consider yourself warned. Hello and welcome to another episode of Quiet and Kinky. I'm Dave. Like, hey, throw your gang signs I'm like up. totally gangster. I'm Andy. And uh, we're just a, a lovely couple that likes to talk about quiet and kinky, dirty things. Oh, yeah. And sometimes odd and freaking weird shit. Mm-hmm. We had one, um, when we traveled one year, we had new neighbors come over and say, we noticed there was a, a petite young couple that had moved in. And I was like, wow. So we've always been the petite couple. I still thought it was funny. The first time I heard that, I didn't know what it meant. Oh, well, I mean, it I doesn't like, fit So us. we're just a cute little couple next door? No. No. We're well, insane. We were insane. Well, on this episode, where are we going to start with our topics today? <clears throat> Well, we're going to try it again because we've shot most of this episode once already and we had some serious audio. Yeah, I didn't want to do it to the, 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 the public. Yeah. It was terrible. So I made sure to sauce up on some wine this time. Oh, yeah. That we're going to make it worthwhile. It doesn't hurt my feelings if it gets all fuckery. Oh, I like it. Well, I mean, when it's fuckery is when it usually sounds best. No, not really. All right. Our word of the week is fufara. Fufara? Mm-hmm. And what is a fufara? It's like a um, kerfuffle. It's a disturbance. Kerfuffle? Yes. So if you cause a kerfuffara, like we usually do wherever we go, you cause a disturbance. You know, you're at Kroger and, you know, you're the one that your self-checkout dingers like attendant has been notified. Right. You're a fufara fucker. You're a, you're a fufara fucker. Yeah. Oh, that'll be easier to remember. Yeah. Fufara so, fucker. Fufara. Gotcha. It's where the Foo Fighters got their name. Really? I'm making that up. Oh, completely. Jesus. But it sounded real. It's the Foo for All Fighters. <laughs> Sorry. It's the, the complete wine. utter fuck up ones. Yeah. I uh, gotcha. All right. So Foo for All. I will, and <clears throat> uh, if you are just now turning in for this episode, what we do is pick a word that we have to use within the episode. Andy wins every time, but it's always fun for me trying because I never get it. Yes. So if you're turning in with us for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Turning in. <laughs> you may. You may see us use the word again, and you may not. Right. We are going to start off today with talking about um, an audio book that we've both listened to. I'm re-listening to called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Great audio book. By um, Mark Manson, I believe. Mm. And it's a really good book. I really liked it. I mean, we just, of course, the title is what, you know, pulled us into the audio book. And then when we started reading what the description was about, we're like, that's kind of great. Well, yeah. I mean, he makes some really good points. You know, who hasn't known that person that's the, always the victim? Right. And I've got a couple of people I can pinpoint in oh, my I, And life. I can too. Yeah. That just kind of spiral in why everything is bad in my life. And these are the reasons why it's bad and they're not my fault. I am the victim of the circumstance. And that's not it at all because we all have a circumstance that mm -hmm. we could fall victim to if we allowed it. And some are much worse right. than others. But uh, yeah, so it's all in how you respond to the circumstance you know, how you get fucked, so to speak, right. in life. Well, and I, I guess with that audiobook, what I love taking away from it was that we have a finite amount of fucks that we can give. Mm -hmm. So don't give them all away. 
yeah. hold on to a few. So it's like you 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 can't obsessively care about other, everything or it's just going to tear you apart. Mm-hmm. And what a lot of times what we end up doing is obsessing about what we think other people are thinking. Right. When they're probably not thinking that at all. Mm-hmm. They don't. And it, the, the fact is they don't care enough to think right. about it because they're too busy thinking about themselves like you're thinking about mm-hmm. yourself and spiraling. So. You know, it's all, again, we all have a story. We all have shit in our backyard. And And we could all lie down and die and just go like, oh, well, this happened to me. So, you know, poor me. I've got a laundry list of shit I could. But, I mean, you just got to keep going. You're going to die. We are both going to die. There's not a question about that. (laughs) What was the greatest thing we heard? What was the guy with Jimmy Fallon? Not Jimmy Fallon. Norman Lear. Norman Lear. What did he say the other night? He said he's 99 years old. He'll be 100 years old in 2022. And um, when... Jimmy Kimmel asked him, what are your words of advice? And he said, two words over and next. Meaning if something is over, fuck it, move on next. What is it? And that's, we're a lot like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've done some crazy shit in Mm -hmm. our relationship. We really have. Business ventures. Some have been wildly successful and some have been just an utter fuck up. Yep. And you just keep going. You just keep moving forward. Yeah. So. And another thing is that any... Thing that ever bothered us, we kind of realized that we just kind of let it go because it, if it really is something that is bothering you, then address it, try to squash it. Otherwise, if you just focus on it, it's just going to tear you apart. Yeah. You can't listen, especially to people that are assholes and trolls, internet trolls oh, or yeah. gossip, because by the time you get, you hear the gossip, it's, it has evolved from what was originally said in the first place. And yeah, it's kind of like the, what are they, the, what is the phone game? What was that? Oh, oh, telephone. Yeah. Yeah. Where you just say something and it changes every time it transfers mm-hmm. down the line. Yeah. So in the end, live for your own life. Right. And don't let things eat you alive. And, you know, I don't, I'm not a proponent of, oh, it's fate or just have faith. It will all work out. That's, I don't no, believe that at all. I don't either. But I think you make your own path to some degree based on your mindset. And if you're just a shithole of negativity, you're just going to keep circling the diarrhea bowl of hell. Exactly. Well, and it also goes back to, you know, stuff with like the secret, you know, the natural, the whole aspect is Mm. uh, you think about it constantly. Think about negativity. All you're going to have is negative things happen. That's Mm -hmm. all you're going to see. What you think about, you bring about. And that's literally true. (laughs) I just don't have time for negativity. No. And there's a lot of it. I mean, we have we have our OnlyFans business. We have an, our main business that's uh, not OnlyFans right. that we have. Um, and we have a lot of clients and we have people we answer to and mm-hmm. family and friends and what have you. And some people like what we do and some people do not agree with what we do and like it or leave it. Right. We're still the same person that you allegedly care about and love. And I don't necessarily agree with the stuff you're doing. And it's funny because the one person that has addressed us mm-hmm. in, I guess, this open minded kind of lifestyle with only fans and whatnot. Um, is the one person that I could judge the most (laughs) in stupidity and horrible things done in their life. It's because this person's exterior life is a, is a social media perfect post. Oh yeah. 
Well, that's what all social media is these days, but too. But this person also knows that we know the truth, that that's total bullshit. Right, total exactly. Facade. I know. So I'm like, whatever, fuck you. I don't care. I know. <laughs> but it, like, you don't have to lie to us. We really don't care. If you want to tell us the truth, so be it. But, you know. Just keep it to yourself. Right. Why do you have to share what, why does everybody opinion, why does everybody's opinion have to be shelved and compartmentalized and heard? On everything. Right. There are things, yes, that we need to speak up about. But most of it, shut the fuck up. Right. Just You have to ask yourself, are you, are you stepping forward with an opinion that is going to make a difference? Or are you just being a shit? Right. And if you're just being a shit, just keep it to yourself. What, and the biggest thing about it is like a lot of our friends that we have now understand you can have opinions and it doesn't change what we think of you everybody has an opinion and with our friends we just know we can speak our minds and mm -hmm. never be judged but most I don't, of our friends are freaks now and we yeah, love them for it absolutely <laughs> and i yeah, but that's the thing is that we've kind of gotten past the social norm and now we're into the world where we care about the most important things yeah exactly like what we do in our life right. and we don't really bother anybody huh. we don't start shit we don't Start rumors. We, we don't are, carry rumors. We are so Swiss. We really are. I don't yeah. want to hear about it. If it's if it's anything at all about anybody else, just keep it to yourself. Right. I don't want to talk just about it. On. Fuck you. <laughs> See how gangster I was? It's the wine. <laughs> yes. I'm sauced up pretty good yes. tonight. Yeah, I'm liking it. And I'm like, so anybody who follows us on our YouTube channel, as I grab my boob. Yes. I was trying to show off my shirt, my send dog pics. Send dog pics. So I ordered this shirt, shirt from the chive, the chivery, uh -huh. and I'm excited. I'm a little chivet, so I always try to, like, you know, sport their swag. Right. Stewie has allergies. Yeah. Okay, bro. Calm down. That's enough, woman. And I posted this on social, and I said, don't send D-pics, send dog pics. <laughs> and everybody sent me pictures of their dog, and it made my whole day. Like, for 24 hours straight, I was literally in heaven. I uh, saw pictures of dogs on boats and in the snow and snuggling. I was like, oh! Well, it was really hilarious that morning, because you had posted that picture. And then all of a sudden, I'm, I'm in the office, I'm working, and all of a sudden, I start hearing you go, oh! Oh my gosh, that's so cute. <laughs> and I, I'm okay, that's a little early in the morning for you to already find something that cute on social. Yeah. And then it happened again. Mm -hmm. So I finally walked in there and you were like, they're starting to send me pictures of their dogs. I don't know why. I didn't even think about it. And I was like, read your shirt. I know. I was just I was just trying to make a point. That if you're trying to just say hi to me for the first time on social, I don't want to see your penis. Right. <laughs> so, a big D. Well, <laughs> you know? I, well I, but I love that about your your people that follow you on social media. You had hundreds of people mm -hmm. sending you pictures of their dogs. And they were cute as and hell. And I looked at every one of them yes, and replied did. to every one of them. And I love it. I am, the, I am the woman that will run through a freeway of traffic. Chasing a cat or a dog. I'm mm -hmm. that psycho. We've done that. I know. We did that in Oklahoma one time. I know. Rusty. We named yeah. him and gave him a bath. Found his home. Yeah. It was like a four-lane intersection mm -hmm. highway type craziness. And yeah. we finally ran off the side. Yeah. We, got we his, gave him a bath. We did. Seriously. I did. I know. He was so happy. We gave him a bath and then we finally found his homeowner because we we actually went door to door mm -hmm. in that entire area trying to find out somebody was missing a dog. I found him. Yeah, we're dog like lovers, if you haven't picked up on that. Animal. I'm animal. I like all animals. Oh, yeah. 
I wouldn't try to catch a coyote or a snake or anything. No. But I would try to pet a coyote. Gosh, he was that, nice to me. That TikTok you showed me of that coyote coming into the house and like sitting mm. on the couch and shit. Fuck. Like, what was the time that goes, this is a good idea? I, I would do it. I would touch him. You would invite a coyote into our house? No, I didn't say that. Him specifically. He's not totally oh, feral. Oh, so he's vetted. He's a little he, more domestic. He's a vetted coyote. Yeah. That makes much more sense. I mean, I watched sense. Wiley Coyote my whole childhood. He was nice. I mean, that makes sense. He really wasn't. He was mean. Hey, he, dude, can you Wiley, not Wiley him? Coyote, wasn't he stupid as hell? And he was mean. He, well, he wanted was to always eat. trying to blow up Roadrunner. Yeah. yeah. See, he, was like, he wanted to eat the chicken. He wanted to eat the chicken, but he never could get it because Roadrunner was too fast. I used to love those cartoons. That explains so much about my childhood. Oh, you know what? When you said Roadrunner, I was thinking of who was the big hen? The big hen? The rooster? No, he was a hen. The one with the really deep voice. Maybe, yeah. I don't the big tall one. I have no idea. I was know he it's a rooster? Like, I think what he was What roosters rooster. are white? I don't know. Shit. Fact check. I can't handle that. What was his name? Anyway. All right. We So we did a thing. We did a thing. We did a thing. We um, This past July, we had a neighborhood... Independence Day meet and greet. I know where this is going. And we met a lot of our neighbors. Mm -hmm. Very nice neighbors. Lovely neighbors. Yeah. We got along with some. Some we did better than others. And we met one in particular that was um, a single guy that just lives in her. We have a small neighborhood. So, and um, talked to him and you guys hit it off. Good buddies had a lot in common. Had him over a couple of times at the house. We played darts and stuff. Yeah. Just shoot the shit. And, you know, when you guys were playing darts, I was like, after when he would leave, I would be like, hey, I mean, he was cute, you know? And so you're like, oh, and so it was a little saucy. It was a little sassy. Well, well, I had a little wine. You, uh, well, and also I had to kind of teed him up too, because you were in there taking pictures for one of your shoots. Mm -hmm. And I, I, we had been drinking, like just hanging out there. And I was like, yep. You're like, oh, I got to tell you something. Right. <laughs> and I was like, like she, she's Ooh. in there doing a shoot. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, really? Um, and showed a little interest. Oh, yeah. And it and was like, hey, go her, you know, and kind of complimented me. Absolutely. And then it kind of just evolved. And a few drinks I had had, I was flirty, you know, I as I can be, especially with some wine. Right. And then one night we just pulled the bandaid off and said, Hey, why don't you come over one day and do a shoot with, mm-hmm. with Andy? Right. And he's like, I'm down. I didn't know when you were going to ask, you know, I was just waiting. And so this week we did it. We did. Yeah. You were surprised. Yeah. So was he. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and so yeah, it was a whole great. It was, it was sexy. It was a very sexy scenario. Mm-hmm. I, of course, with cameraman. Yeah, and, and, and participated. You as did. Well. You and you and in, in, you were involved. That was just hot as shit. It was fun. I like, and I get to videotape this. Like, just seeing that whole scenario. One, I'm recording, so I'm trying to be very professional about this. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I'm like, this is hot as shit. Yeah, I have to say, we both need to break a habit of something because now that all we do is record things, because it's like what we do. Yeah. We have to stop saying we videotaped it because that makes us Video- so old. Oh, gosh, you're right. Because you just said that, and I've said Vi- it. Well, we recorded it, right. Yeah. Videotaped it, yes. We put it on our vinyl record. 
We had it on our turntable. I mean, well, it's kind of like you were surprised our first uh, like recorded sex videos we made. Mm-hmm. You're like, what did you record that on? That's literally yeah. what you said to me. And yeah. I've kept those digital copies to this day. We have way back in the day. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. I'm like, oh, my God, we were just looked like kids. Yeah. Well, I love that the first time I started showing them to you because you you had forgot I had them. And mm-hmm. you're like, after all these years, you kept like, I mean, literally our first sex tape from like 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And yes, I kept them. Mm-hmm. But I was like, started watching. You're like, oh, my gosh, you are nasty. Oh, my gosh. Look how I I'm look. nasty. Yeah. <laughs> look how nasty I was. Yeah, it was great. So yeah. I think that's that really made things a lot easier going into the OnlyFans arena. And then bringing somebody else in there. Oh, fuck. It was We've just done hot. that before, just yes. not with him. Well, you know? I've never had an opportunity to record it. Right. And that was, you know, it's like my wife just made a. Right. Her own porn. Yeah, we've, we've gotten a little cray and a little freaky at times. We not a whole been lot. Freaky, but. But we, we like who we like. Right. So we narrow it down. We're not super scarce when it comes to selection. Like, oh, you know, random. It's fine. Let's hook up. Oh, yeah. We're not. I am more of a sapiosexual. You're definitely a sapiosexual. So I like that mental connection. Yeah. And somebody you can carry on a conversation yeah. with. He's and intelligent. Just, he's smart. You know, well, that's the same thing as a synonym, intelligent. And, you know, <laughs> he's not the kind that would cause a foo for all right. at the meet and greet. Boom. I got you first, babe. Fuck. You really I just did. Foo for all fucked you in the ass. You really did. Yep. That's thanks. You're welcome. Appreciate it. And I love the alcohol. You need to actually consume this level every time because this has been a lively time. I know. You always say that. But I, I, I'm so lame when I'm sober. No, you're not lame. <laughs> <laughs> you were sober when we did the shoot. That what is that song, lame. Sober? You only call me when you're sober. I'm not aware of this song. Yes, you do. But Evanescence. Oh, yeah. I don't even want to try to sing that right I now. I can sing really I will break this fucking microphone. Well, I think we've gotten quite a ways. Um, we're very established in our life. We're financially stable. We've made some good decisions. And we're because of our decisions, it's afforded us to have nice things and um, cars and such like that right? and such and all the such and all the such <laughs> and um, that brings me to the question what well I already know but share please with our audience what was your first car at 16 or <laughs> however old alright so I'll just go ahead and lead this off with I was spoiled fucking rotten so yes I had yep. a new forerunner or Toyota forerunner mm-hmm. uh, limited mm-hmm. off the showroom floor Brat. It was a brat. I, 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 I see. I want to say I picked it off the showroom floor. I think they just drove it in there and we're like, that's the one that kid's going to pick. Shit. Wow. <laughs> you know, and it's funny is <clears throat> not the car we currently have, but the car before this one, mm-hmm. we, I drove, well, I didn't actually, but it came off the showroom floor and it was the first time in my life. Right. At mm, years old. <laughs> <laughs> where I got a car that was brand new. Yep. That was the first time. And so this was like seven years ago. Right. So I was not as sure as shit 16. Yes. So we had, we have had very different upbringings. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause oh, yeah. my first car was also a Toyota. Um, I don't even know what year it was made because I don't think they kept track of that 
when these cars were that old. <laughs> After the, a certain age, they just give the fuck up. Yeah, they don't care. I, like, I don't even think this thing had a title. They're like, it's fine. Is it's, this the Bondo one? Yeah. Ah. It's a Toyota Tercel. But it was like before Tercels were even Tercels. Like it was the, it was like the, what is it when something's like a. A vintage antique? <laughs> no, fuck no. It was, <laughs> so it had dents all over it. And my dad's like, I can repair these. Right. Mm -hmm. And so he did, and he was great at starting projects, not finishing them. So it had orange Bondo spots on it for like the first year. I couldn't even make. <laughs> what was believe. the base color? It was silver. So it was silver with orange Bondo spots. Mm -hmm. So it, nice. Yeah. It looks it like germs. a raging case of herpes. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it would overheat when I stopped at red lights or stop anytime. If I stopped at all, I had to turn the motor off, keep the heat running to pull the heat off the engine. Um, I couldn't stop at red lights. So I had to learn how to play Frogger and pray. Oh my God. <laughs> Go faster. It's red. <laughs> it's going to blow. Um, I had. 55 clamps on hoses underneath the hood. It, it, the one, only one windshield wiper worked. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and you actually know what all those clamps and hoses and shit do. That was my first car. I think it was all of $600. Um, How long did you drive it for? Oh, I don't know. It was a while. I mean, it. I don't remember it ever getting painted, but it probably just blew up at some point. Wouldn't surprise me. And hand crank windows and everything, too. Oh, Yeah. Thing. Man, I had a. It was a stick, right? Yeah, yeah. I was driving a five-speed since I was like eleven or twelve years old because my family owned a car business, and back then it's like kids help out. So when the cars needed to be transported or moved around, I mean, I was driving long distances at like twelve-ish, like oh, yeah. to auctions and stuff for my family. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Well, I've been driving automatic transmission vehicles since I was twelve. I know. And I, and I haven't drove so another type of vehicle ever since. Aww. I cannot drive a fucking stick. Honey, honey, please. Can you get the <laughs> servants to change the gills for me? Where is that damn clutch? <laughs> uh, you know, the true fucking story when it comes to cars. The first time I ever tried to start with a stick, you know the story. Mm -hmm. It was fucking terrible. It was my boss's car and it was cold outside. So I was going to start it so I could go ahead and start eating up. And so I go out there and I, I try to start the vehicle. I've never started a stick before, <laughs> mind you. I try to start the vehicle and it nothing fucking happens. So I was like, what the fuck? So I go back in there and I go, hey, dude, your car's not starting. It's dead. It's not even starting. It's not, it's not doing shit. He goes, put your foot on the brake. Oh, or and the, on clutch. the clutch. On the clutch. Yeah. And, and the brake. <laughs> and the problem was it didn't. Oh, I did the brake at the same time. But what happened was he kept his car in first gear. Well, yeah, that's how you park Fuck. stick shift so car. Where the car was parked was on the edge of an embankment where the <laughs> the drop was like 15 feet down. I started the car and launched off the fucking embankment down into the pitch. So you just let off, you put your foot on the gas and just let off the right. clutch. As soon as it started, I just launched forward. He bought that car a week prior to me driving into and the ditch. He knew you couldn't drive a stick and that was his own fault. No, he didn't know. Because after um, I did that, he goes, you don't know how to drive a stick? <laughs> uh, so I guess that really was his fault. 
for letting me start Which, the car. I think I said that to you on our second date. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Really? I mean, that was one of your like top requirements. Like I wasn't, I, I was driving a stick shift. I had to, like, I don't remember anybody teaching me to drive a stick shift. Like it's just fucking go. It was, just it was like a bird you mama sticking. Yeah. Were you like, able to drive a stick? I jumped out of the nest, like fly bitch. It's like, that's all it was. But um, the thing is, is I don't, just know how to drive a stick. I know how to race in a stick. I know how, I know how to, I just, my little Toyota had the start, the starter went out like a month after I had it. So not only did I know how to drive a stick, but I know how to start a stick with no starter Right. where I had to have my friends in high school roll my car or always try to find something that was on a little bit of an incline. Mm-hmm. No power steering, mind you. You don't know what that means. <laughs> I know what that means. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I've never driven one without exactly. it, but I know what it does. So you don't know what that means. It's a fucking workout. But I would pop the clutch to start my car. That was just daily. Like that was not, that wasn't a crisis. I feel to like you, half, that would have been a crisis. the country's hearts of men that drive trucks and everything, their hearts are falling out. All the car guys are just like, what the hell's happening right now? Oh, I will drag race a bitch in a second. Speaking of that, because this was funny. All right. So we have been together probably about a year and a half to this point. And I've driven with you everywhere. We've gone everywhere. I know your driving style. Well, one day she had the opportunity to drive a Corvette, Corvette convertible. And I was like, sure, I'll go for a ride with it. So she's driving. I'm in the passenger seat. And a side of her I have never seen before in my entire life comes out like Bonnie and Clyde shit. You (laughs) slammed on the gas and just floored it, scaring the living (laughs) shit out of me. I was drifting that bitch. (laughs) uh, I mean, I was over there stomping on my imaginary brake. You had never driven like this before. Oh, yes, I had. Just not with you. (laughs) I I know. And I was in the car going, stop the car. What the fuck? Or you're going to get us killed. But I realized you were really good at it. Well, growing up in my small hometown, that's all we had to do was go out and meet our friends in a parking lot and people would race cars and show up with their, you know, muscle cars. And that's just what we did. So, and you just cruise, mm-hmm. just, go, big circle. just go in a big circle. Yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah. We had a lot of hairspray in the front of our hair. The days before social media. Chewed a lot of gum. People actually went the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I learned how to do all the things. But, yeah, I've had a few races, done a few things illegally <laughs> my time in vehicles. I still love the when I first got introduced to your dad, he was talking to me and he was like, yeah, you know, she knows how to roll, drive a rollback, right? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck am I getting myself into? <laughs> you know, it's just what adds to my charm. But see, this is, again, why we get along so well. We were so... So fucking oh, yeah. polar opposites. My on people everything. worked for your people. And <laughs> I, you've said that since the day we met. I, I know. It. And it's funny because we, I mean, because we went into the marriage differently. Like I was the, I was the super eight to fiver and yep. you had a more, little more flexibility. So it was like we shifted, like our lives shifted some, but question for you, Dave. Sure. Would you rather be 20 minutes early or 10 minutes late? Well, to... Avoid a fufara. Oh, get there I knew 10 it. I was early. almost done. I was get there almost... 10 minutes early. No, um, I said 20 minutes early or 10 minutes late. 10 minutes early. 20 minutes early 20 minutes or early. 10 minutes late. 20 minutes early. <laughs> 
See, Obviously. I don't have time for you. I, I can't I'm an you. early person all the time. Nope. I always want to leave with extra time. I want to get there. I could get a flat tire. Shit could go wrong. No. I'm anal retentive when it comes to time I am only. Too. Never, ever in my career, and that includes on my way to work, I totaled two cars one time. One was my own. <laughs> I still didn't get to work late. No, you didn't. True story. So I have all respect for respect doing right by your job and that kind of thing. However, if it's a family function, it's always 10 minutes late. Why? Because fuck that shit. <laughs> Standing in the waiting area, waiting for a table and everybody's like, it's like a Greek fight or something. It's like blah, 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 all this yapping and shit. No. That I agree with completely. Let me walk in. All you bitches already have a table. Tell me where to sit. And see, this is why you're the smart one. You think of those type of scenarios before they happen. Right. I would just run the fuck into it. And I'm the one out trying to find a nice parking spot that's on an incline so I can pop the clutch in my car. So how about you meet me halfway and we just sit in the car for 20 minutes? We've done that. Multiple times. We have. We have done that. You're welcome. I'm like, <laughs> can they see us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they think we're late, but we're sitting right in right front of here. the door. What is your love language, Dave? You have a few options. You have words of affirmation, physical touch, gifts, um, acts of service, quality time. I think I said that one already. Right. Quality time. Um, I, I can I can name what two of those sound kind of like mine. The affirmations. Words and, of affirmation. And physical touch. Okay. So you're affectionate. You like to hear emotional affection. You like to touch right i like you, i like it when you touch me and stuff like that i don't know and you're the only person i've ever had that with my entire life i just you just make me feel machine gushy what about when i touch myself i want to have dirty dirty sex with you you don't really care when i do that i mean yes. like that's not a big thing oh no no that just when that's happening that means that good things are about to happen for mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. and i'm just gonna run in there and just devour that wow yummy mm. humpy hump humpy hump humpy hump I would say mine is um, probably total opposite of yours. Probably acts of service mm -hmm. and quality time. Quality time. What's yeah. your What's your quality time? Just hanging out. Yeah. Like I don't have to be wooed and you know fine dining and all that. I like it sometimes, but majority of the time I'm very simple. Right. I just like to hang out. Kind of like the one week period. For maybe five hours a day, we played Frogger. Yeah. That was great times. Mm -hmm. Or Wahoo Loop in the house. Oh. Or we bring the stripper pole out. Or, I we mean, my God. We have a portable stripper pole. This we, is, my life does not fucking suck. No, it doesn't. I like my life. It, yeah, you should. <laughs> we stalk a cat in our neighborhood because we want to give him treats. I mean, yes. that's the kind of quality time I'm talking about. Where we just yeah. laugh and we're stupid and people think we're on drugs and just we're not. senseless fun. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be my quality time. And then acts of service is, I would say probably I'm always doing things and I'm always, I've always have a project and I don't like to leave anything hanging. So I'm not like my dad with Bondo. Right. I If I start something, I want it finished. And a lot of times I need help with that. So I like when you help me out. Yeah. We alter our houses all the time. Mm -hmm. And we don't do standard alterations. Like we mm -hmm. have to do, change ceiling lights, poke holes in walls. Knock walls down. We do all that stuff. Get bathrooms. So, yeah. I And I think I like doing that for you. I like having 
You like me being like, oh, thank you. You're like my you hero. Be, I like you being pleased. Harris Bueller, you're my hero. <laughs> what are your phobias? Name something you're really scared of. I'm not really. Don't say spiders. Uh, That's a fucking cop out. Nobody I'm, likes spiders. Phobia. Something you are frightened of. What are you scared of, David? I uh, one. I, I don't know if it's necessarily a phobia. I would say not being able to breathe. I don't know what it is. Like that's I, a, it's going around. Right. A lot of people feel that way. <laughs> yeah, true. But you know, and I, I guess it affects me a little more. So like, I, I start my sinus will start kicking in. I'm like, oh no, am I having trouble breathing? And then it sucks when you have bad sinuses and you're trying to go to sleep because then you can't breathe through your nose, mm -hmm. and then you're already feeling restricted. Yeah. And then that just adds to my so anxiety. kind of a fear, right? Like, kind of like when the pandemic kicked up, you do have sinus congestion yeah. issues anyway. Mm -hmm. And so when you have that, you would feel kind of that panic of, right. oh, gosh, am is I? This it? Is this it? <laughs> is this it? <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming, <laughs> Lord. I'm coming to you. Right. So, yeah, that's that's how it ends with me. Mine is definitely um, heights. Heights? It's gotten worse oh, since I've gotten right. older. Yeah, I used to be a roller coaster queen. Like, thrill me. It's great. I'll do whatever. We went to the top of the Empire State Building um, once and we went all the way to the top, right? So we're like the whatever, yeah, and like the little spike yeah, of the, the empire, little, the little pin, the little observation room, whatever, right? And this was 10 years ago, so you had your little digital camera mm -hmm. and you were holding it over, taking a picture down. down below. And I thought I was going to pass out, yeah, because I thought you were going to drop the camera and it was going to kill somebody on the ground and just. Knowing we were so high up, and I think it was kind of combining the reality of 9-11. I mean, we're standing there looking where this, you know, mm -hmm. you could see where they, the towers used to be. And just was, you're so vulnerable. You've right. got, that's horrible. So. And I would like to state for the record, yes, I was holding a camera over the ledge. I had it wrapped around my wrist. It was secured. I wasn't going to drop it and no. hit people in the head. No. But you weren't like acting like you were going to drop it. What was really funny, even speaking about that, my phobia then became dropping that on someone's head. Because well, yeah. as soon as you said that, my legs just started like. Eh. That's what I get. I get weak knees and then my like calves hurt mm -hmm. and it sucks. And so, but I've noticed I even have that. We go walking on trails and go hiking and I'm on certain elevated like cliff areas they're not really cliffs i'm giving way too much credit because they're not that high but right. it will still unnerve me so it's getting worse as i get older i still think it's funny so we watch a lot of shows that are like women killing their husbands and stuff like that it's great it's very fascinating i'm always afraid when we go to that little bluff cliff type area that we go to oops <laughs> no, that, exactly. I would get accused of that because you scare the shit out of me. You say you're scared of heights. You go to the fucking edge and put your feet over. Yeah, I do. And I'm the one that's holding back maybe five feet going, just can you can you come back? Can you come back a little bit? Because if you fall, they're going to think it's me. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say, if you fall, I'm going with you. But if you fall, I got to take, take the heat for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that leads me back. There was a funny, we were watching a 2020 episode one time and I said, uh, their guy was talking about his wife had been passed away. And I go, wait, I just wanted to ask you if this ever came to pass and I had to be this guy, what do I need to wear? And I loved your response. What was it? I don't know. It was dead. 
You said you can wear dead. (laughs) So I said, if you're dead and I'm talking about you, what can you wear dead? You can wear dead. (laughs) (laughs) That was too priceless. Well, I think this wraps up another dysfunctional, unstable, and um, fucked up episode of... No specific direction. Quiet and kinky. I feel like we uh, conquered a lot of surfaces. I don't. Stewie's like, fuck this. I left halfway through and came back. And if you don't know how to find us, you can find us at quietandkinky.com or on YouTube. We have videos of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, search Quiet and Kinky. And Instagram at Quiet and Kinky and Twitter at Quiet and Kinky. And you can find me and my neighbor at, and Dave <laughs> at onlyandy.com. That's A-N-D-I.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. So until next time. I'm Dave. I'm Andy. Bye. Bye.